The broadcast you're about to hear was made possible because somewhere a radio friend made the choice to give. You too can become a radio friend to someone in need of an encouraging word right now. Just visit walkwiththeking.org and click the donate button. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again. My dear radio friends, how in the world are you? Yes, this is your friend Bob Cook, and I'm glad to be back with you. Well, this is a special week, birthday week for some very important people in the life of yours truly. I trust that the coming year will be blessed by the blessing of God in those lives. Say, how are things with you? Are you aware of the presence of God? That's what we were talking about recently, the presence of God in your life. How do you how do you achieve an awareness of his presence? Well the Bible says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. Wait on the Lord, it said, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. God wants you to spend enough time with him to become aware of him. Be still the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. You don't really know his quality of being God in your life until you get quiet before him. Actually, we fill up our prayer time so often with our requests. I know I do. I have a list a mile long, it seems, of things I have to call on God about. But you know, the most precious times of of prayer are not the times when you're asking God for things or crying out to him to deliver you. Certainly these are things we must do. But the most precious times of prayer are the times when you're just quiet before him and the blessed spirit of God whispers to your heart, either through some portion of God's inerrant word or else through the wordless language of the spirit that speaks right down in your heart. God whispers to you something of his own love and his own will for your life. Make a habit of writing those things down because they will be unspeakably precious to you in coming days and years. The presence of God. I trust that will be real in your life. I certainly want it to be so in mine. Well, we're walking around in the 37th Psalm, you and I, and we finished verse 27 the last time we got together. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. The only way to be secure is to turn away from things you know are contrary to God's will and deliberately do what you do know about God's will. That's very simple, isn't it? But that makes for a solidity and a security of life that cannot be duplicated anywhere else. The simple process of turning away from what you know is wrong and deliberately doing what you know is good it makes your life secure, dwell, it says, forevermore. Now why? It says, The Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. This is verse 28. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. 
It says, for the Lord, now why should I turn away from evil and why should I do good? It says, because. Here's another uh, cause phrase. He says, fret not thyself, for the workers of iniquity shall soon be cut down. That's verse 2. And then he says, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, because evildoers shall be cut off. See, there's, a, there's another because phrase. Then uh, there's another one in verse 22. The righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Because such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The uh, two elements of a child of God are forgiveness and generosity, according to that 21st verse. Showeth mercy and giveth. Then you come down to the 28th verse, which is where we are right now. And he had said in 27, Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. You want to be secure. Turn away what's, from what's wrong and start doing what's right. Simple, isn't it? And he says, why? Because the Lord loves that kind of uh, conduct. Judgment is our word righteousness. Doing the right thing. And because, it says, he forsaketh not his saints. You can afford deliberately to do what you know is right because God isn't going to drop you. I often say God hasn't brought you this far to drop you now. And this is, this is precisely what he's saying in this psalm. You can afford to turn away from what's wrong, and you can afford to do deliberately what you know is the will of God because he isn't going to let you down. He forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever. That verb preserved is interesting. Paul Rader used to say with a smile, uh, God preserveth his saints, and, and some he pickles. <laughs> Well, we've met a few sourpuss Christians in our day, haven't you? Well, don't blame that on God. That, they were that way before. <laughs> but he says they, they, he, he forsaketh not his saints, they're preserved forever. You want to be secure in your life? Turn away from what's wrong. Start deliberately doing what's right because God loves that and he isn't going to drop you. He's going to see to it that you're preserved, that you are held secure in all of the phases of life. You're not going to be shaken up. Oh, that's great, isn't it? You see, living for God is such a simple matter, but it goes so deep. Down in my heart there are those recesses of self-will that God keeps on showing me. Do you have that experience? After all the years have passed, you think I would have learned all the lessons I need to learn with God, but he keeps on showing me. Down in my heart, the deep recesses, corners of self-will that need to be brought into his control, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10.5. He says, the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. 
This, of course, is a promise that was particularly applicable to God's ancient chosen people. And uh, God hasn't gone back on his promise concerning Israel and the land. You may be sure of that. The nation of Israel is back in the land, and they're going to stay there. One day they'll see their Messiah coming in the clouds of the air, and they'll recognize him. They shall look on him, it says, whom they pierced. But the, the prophecy is there, and God is seeing to it that his ancient people, chosen of God, are back in the land that he chose for them. Now, uh, he says, the mouth, this is verse 30, the mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment, because the law of his God is in his heart. Out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh, the Bible says. And so it says, the law of his God is in his heart. I have a theory that people keep on compromising in their life on matters concerning which they have never decided that it is absolutely important in terms of, of, of being a life and death matter to deal with it. I tend to consider myself an exception, don't you? Just automatically you think, oh, well, that, that applies maybe to other people. Uh, and that's in every phase of life. I'm not just talking about doing right or wrong, but so often in every phase of life we think, oh, well, that's, that's for somebody else. No. Uh, the, the, the element of compromising in your life and in mine continues in areas where we have not made real this statement, the law of his God is in his heart. Which is to say, I may never have decided that this thing is absolutely impossible for me to do. I cannot, I must not, I will not do it. Or, uh, to consider the other side of the matter, this thing is something which I absolutely must do because God says I must. Now, you know, that oftentimes, that oftentimes involves a battle with our wills and with our desires. And I suppose until we get to heaven, we'll never get through fighting that battle. Somebody asked uh, uh, Dr. Henry Savage, the uh, long-time pastor of the Baptist Church in uh, Flint, not in Flint, but in uh, Pontiac, Michigan, father of Jim and, and Bob and Helen Savage, great man of God. He was now, I guess, in his 80s, and somebody asked him, said, Pastor Savage, when, 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 at what age will you stop? does one stop being tempted? He chuckled. He said, I didn't reach that age yet. <laughs> so I suppose until we get to glory, because we live in a sinful culture and we have a sinful human nature, which we inherited from Adam. Every Christian has two natures, the old nature and the new nature, as you know. And I suppose then that, that uh, there will always be the battle. But the resolution of the battle comes when I face up to any given issue and the 
the answer to that issue becomes the law of his God is in his heart. Then my mouth will be talking of wisdom. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom. Then my tongue talks of judgment, righteousness. You get the idea? Well, a friend of mine was a smoker. I'll give you an illustration. A friend of mine was a smoker, two, three packs a day, and he enjoyed it. He was convicted about it because he was a believer, but he kept on smoking. Then he discovered that this constant smoking had resulted in the formation of malignant growth in his body. And he realized, as the doctor told him very soberly, that he could either keep on smoking and die sooner, or he could quit smoking and live a while after surgery. He told me, he said, I lay there on that operating table and I said, Dear Jesus, I, I give this over to you. And he said, I did, and I haven't smoked since. Now, it's a pity, isn't it, that, that he waited that long. But we do that because we're human. We put things off. But this illustrates the point that I'm getting at. Have you and have I come to a point where we have said this is what has to be because God said it, the law? God is in his heart. That'll settle a good many matters for you. Believe me. Dear Father, today, oh, may the law of God, the will of God be in our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.